Welcome to the Grow and Learn podcast, everyone. This is Zarina, your host. I'm welcoming to today fellow podcaster, but much way ahead of me, Kevin Palmieri. However, it's not about competition here. It's about self-improvement. And this is what his podcast is all about. The new university. Hi, Kevin. The next level university. <laughs> Hello, Zarina. How are you? <laughs> Thank you. Very well. Very well. I am always happy to... Uh, talk to people that lift me up and you jumped on the call and immediately I felt your uplifting energy. So thank you for that. <laughs> I appreciate it. I find that if you just, when you sign on to a call, you start singing, it makes everything go pretty smooth. All right. It's like, that's the weirdest thing that's going to happen here. So everything else should be pretty easy. So I appreciate it very much. I love this strategy. I should use it next time. <laughs> <laughs> it works pretty well. All things considered. <laughs> so Kevin, you've had more than 1,300 podcasts by this moment what is it that drives you to continue what is it that i don't know makes you do this job <laughs> impact i think one of my deepest desires is to be the person that i needed when i was younger and i believe that if i had more self improvement in my life when i was a young man i probably would be in a different place than i am today or i'd understand myself at a deeper level or i would have had more successful relationships whatever it is so yeah impact for me when people reach out and say hey this episode helped me or i appreciate how vulnerable you were here that's what it's all about at the end of the day and that's why we started this we we did not start this for money. If we were starting a business for money, we probably would have done something else because a podcast is a very challenging thing to, to make money with. Mm -hmm. uh, talking about we, you're partnering with uh, Alan Lazarus. Yes, Alan Lazarus. Podcast. That's, yep, he's my, he's my business partner and uh, the co-host. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was just briefly going through your podcast. The last one is Breaking the Pattern of Overthinking. And I started mm. listening to it. It's actually very engaging. So I encourage people to go to nextleveluniverse.com, which is where they can find your podcast and all your information. Thank you. But Kevin, now, um, after all these numbers of podcasts, after all these, um, sorry, not numbers of podcasts, episodes, and mm -hmm. after so many topics on self-development, what is there left to say for you that, <laughs> that, you, that you're like, okay, I need to go there. This is where I haven't been so far. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it, that's a great question. I think a lot of it is just the beautiful thing about self-improvement and leading something in self-improvement, and I'm sure you feel the same way, Zarina, when it comes to this, the more aware I become of myself, the more I can ultimately help other people. So that's the interesting thing is I had a moment recently where we did an episode on this. My wife came to me and said, hey, what is romance to you? And I was like, I don't know. I don't even know. I have no idea. I haven't really thought about what does romance mean to me. So that became a podcast episode that we got a lot of really, really good feedback from. So I have a belief that as long as I continue learning and as long as I continue growing and evolving, in theory, I should never run out of things to talk about. And so far, so good. 1,300 episodes in and we haven't yet. So yeah, I try, to, I try to go from what is an experience that I have dealt with that I can share, attach a story to it, attach a lesson to it, and hopefully make it valuable. So how did you come on this path of, what is your story? How did you come on the path of self-growth? Yeah, I uh, massive pain. Like, like most people, I think that's what gets a lot of people into, into growth is they're unhappy with where they are and they go through some sort of potentially painful or traumatic event. So at 
25 years of age, if you looked at me, you would see somebody who had the body of his dreams. I had just run, won a bodybuilding show. My girlfriend was a model. I had a high paying job. I had a sports car, new apartment. I had all the, the trappings of success. But internally, I was very unhappy. I was very uncertain. I was very insecure. I was not confident. And I didn't really like who I was, truthfully. And one day, my girlfriend ended up leaving me because I was just, I wasn't a great partner. I wasn't super supportive. It's very hard to fill somebody else's cup when yours is empty. That's probably the best way to, to explain how I was feeling. When she left me, I convinced myself that if I make a lot of money, even more money than I'm making, I'll have far less problems. I spent the next year grinding my face off to make as much money as I could. And I remember I had my final pay stub in my hand and I made $100,000 at 26 with no college degree and nothing changed. I was still insecure. I still lacked confidence. I still didn't know what I wanted out of my future. And I realized that for most of my life, especially that year, I had lived unconsciously. The opposite of unconscious is hyperconscious. So I started a podcast called the Hyperconscious Podcast. And that's where all this, all this started for me. I ended up falling out of love with my job as I fell in love with the podcast, right? I already achieved quote unquote success at my job. I don't want to do it again. It didn't fill any of the voids. So I kept working and I kept focusing on the podcast, but it got to the point where my mental health was just so bad. I, I was sitting on the edge of a bed contemplating suicide. And just having these suicidal ideations because I just, I didn't know what to do. I felt so stuck at my job and I felt hopeless for the future and I felt helpless. I didn't feel in control. So I ended up leaving my job a few months after that and then beginning the journey of being a very broke entrepreneur trying to figure out how to grow a podcast and, and turn this into a business. And that was 2018. So I've been doing this full time every day since 2018. So what is the business behind the podcast? Do you have coaching? Mm -hmm. Do you have? Yeah. Yes. A lot of it is for, for us, it was in the beginning, how are we going to make money? Because we're, we're, we have the podcast and I don't have a job now. So I have to find a way to make money if I'm going to pay the bills and eat. And my business partner said, we should start coaching. And I was like, I don't know how to coach. I've never coached on mindset or peak performance or habits. So I started coaching people for free. And then eventually they'd start paying. And from there, it was like, yeah, that that works really well. And then, you know, we were probably like four or 500 podcast episodes in and people started asking me, can you help me with my podcast? It's like, interesting. I never expected that to happen. So that became another part of the business. But yeah, for most of, most of what we do is either one-on-one -on -one coaching. It's either some sort of services attached to what you need as a business owner or group coaching or live events. Those are our, our revenue drivers. Mm-hmm. And uh, did you feel like you've uh, earned uh, a degree in psychology in the University <laughs> of Life in the meantime while doing the podcasts? <laughs> yeah, I we have a very, and again, as a podcaster, you get this. It's a very unique perspective when you get to learn for a living, right? And I get to learn. I have 1,330 something episodes of me contemplating the universe and why people do what they do and why do I feel the way I feel. So yeah, I, I feel like I've learned so much more than I ever expected, not just about the world and, and other people, but I've learned so much about myself. When you have to show up in front of the camera every day and try to add value, you learn a lot about yourself and you learn a lot about your triggers and your tendencies. So I never expected or desired to learn as much as I have, but I'm very grateful that I did.
I'm very grateful that you did as well, because now you can share it with me and with everyone else. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Kevin, what would you do differently if you could? This is one question, and I know I'm not supposed to ask two questions in a row, but I have the feeling they might be related. And what would you say to people that are mostly concerned about earning money? Because most people are actually, mm. that's their primary concern. What would you say to them as a focus of their struggle? Yeah. Life life struggle. Yeah. 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 Uh... I would understand. So if I could do something differently, I probably would have tried to stay longer at my job. Honestly, I, I would have worked on my mental yeah. health and tried to stay a little bit longer at my job because I don't think I understood how long the journey of being an entrepreneur is. Mm -hmm. Right? Like I was at one point, I was like $35,000 in credit card debt, just trying to survive. And that's a level of stress that I don't, it's not healthy. It's just not a, a healthy level of stress. So that's what I would say. If I could do anything over, I would understand that no matter where you're going from to where you're aspiring to get to, there's some sort of mud. For me, it was probably staying at the job a little bit longer than I did, building a business on the side and then transitioning more smoothly. And then I would say, I don't know, I think for a lot of people, what money represents is something different than what it actually delivers for us. So I just think that's an important understanding is money can bring you certainty and money can bring you opportunity and money can bring you safety. It can bring you a lot of things, but something money will most likely never bring you is fulfillment. Fulfillment is you being on purpose, you being in alignment with the mission, with what you're here to do. You're growing and contributing towards something greater than yourself. I think that's why a lot of us start the things we start. We start because we're thinking this is super fulfilling. I get to talk into a microphone and ask people about their deepest dreams and fears. Awesome. I get to add value. Awesome. How am I ultimately going to turn that into a business? That's a conversation for another time. But yeah, I think understanding that fulfillment is the thing that's going to create long-term success for most of us. And then the vehicle that we deliver fulfillment in is the thing that we'll make money with. I just think that's an important understanding because you don't have to know how you're going to make money right off the bat. If something fulfills you, you're more likely to stick with it long enough and then find a way versus a lot of other people, again, myself included, I found something that was very profitable and then I try to convince myself that I was passionate about it. And those are just two different lives. If you find something that you're super passionate about and you stay in the pool long enough to figure out how to make money and make it profitable, I think that's a very fulfilling life. Mm -hmm. so, so do you have any advice for people that are just starting out in either podcasting or another business other than sticking with it for a longer time? Any yeah. particular mindset hack? Uh, number one is, I don't know if it's a mindset hack specifically, but you have to be very familiar with what your unique strengths are. And you have to be very familiar with what your quote unquote weaknesses or improvement points are. There's a lot of people out there that are really good at stuff but they either don't give themselves credit for what they're good at and that's holding them back. And there's a lot of people who just aren't good at stuff that they think they're good at. And that convinces them that they're going to be successful in a way that they're not. I'm very grateful and blessed to have a business partner because I've been able to admit what I'm not good at and vice versa. But that's something that I've seen a lot of people. A lot of people think I'm really good at this and this is going to pay off and I'm not good at this. And usually those are kind of the opposite. 
And this is another thing I would say, and I wish I understood this too. There is a giant difference between a dream and goals that you actually know how to accomplish. I've met so many people who are new to something and they're like, well, I'm going to be an international speaker. Yeah, I'm going to make a million dollars and I'm going to do all these things. And when you say, how are you going to do it? They don't know. That's, that's an interesting place to be. I love the desire and I love the, yeah, I guess I love the desire. I love the fact that you want that. But if you don't know how to do that, those are just dreams. And there's a big difference between a dream and goals. So make sure you have people in your corner who can actually ultimately help you get what you want. Don't be afraid to ask for help because we all need it. Just not everybody has the courage to ask for it. And now that you've learned so much and you know developed your thinking and your awareness and consciousness to this level, do you feel like there's a point where you reach a plateau or what is the next thing that you're striving for? Do you have ups and downs or is it only the, or is it only the only ways up from here? <laughs> no, I have ups and downs. I think the more you grow towards the up, sometimes the bigger the downs are. So yeah, I have, I have times where I don't know who I am. I have identity crises all the time trying to figure out what am I doing? Who am I supposed to be? Where am I going to be in 10 years? I have times where I don't want to read. I don't want to listen to stuff. I don't want to learn. I want to stay in bed. 100%. 100%. I have, I have ups and downs just like everybody else. The goal is to make the ups as big as you can and to make the downs as short as you can. And in theory, through self-improvement, through personal development, through becoming more aware, more conscious, you can do that. I know I used to have I used to have downs where I'd be down for a week. Something would happen. I'd be struggling. I'd be stressed out. I'd be down for a week. You couldn't get a hold of me. I don't want to do any podcasts. Now, you know, that down for a week is, is maybe down for a couple hours. So that's, I think that's the ultimate goal, right? We, we're all going to have ups and downs, but how do you maximize the ups and then minimize the downs? And then also figure out what do the downs mean to you? Everybody should do, most likely, everybody should do something different in the downs. I like to reflect and look back on how far we've come. Other people might like to look into the future and figure out how much further they have to go. But I think there's a lot of lessons in the downs. There's probably more lessons in the downs than the ups, honestly. Is, is this your method of um, meditation, reflecting upon the downs? Or do you use any other methodologies, techniques? What, me what methods do you use to pull yourself up? It really is that. Yeah. For me, a lot of it comes from, uh, Zarina, I don't really, I didn't really expect to be here. Honestly, I think a lot of people say like, yeah, I saw this and I knew this was going to happen. I didn't know any of this was going to happen. So sometimes I have to say like, how did we get here? Like, what is going on? How is this even a thing? I had a moment yesterday. I was listening to our podcast because we review it to, to try to get better. And I think we're on 1300 and 35 episodes. And I said, how the hell did we get here? It, it feels like we just did 500 episodes. I don't, it blows my mind. So yeah, for me, when I'm very low emotionally or very high emotionally, I reflect. It either, it either puts wind into my sails to say, Kev, you've come so far. This is amazing. Like give yourself some credit. Or when I'm feeling very, very high, it's like, I mean, five years ago, you were terrible at this. So do not let any of this get to your head because the second you do, you'll lose it all. 
for me, that that helps to keep me grounded. I try to be mindful and I try to focus on breathing and, and that type of stuff too. But the reflection for me is is very important because it helps me remember the contrast from where we were to where we are. And that's just very important for me. Mm-hmm. Are you um, a partnership guy, like a, a romance partnership guy? Because you said you, you one of your last podcast episodes was about romance. Mm. Is, is this something very important to you? Yeah. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, I want to have the most well-rounded life I can have. And, you know, I've been financially successful, but very single and lonely. I've been in the best shape of my life, but very single and lonely. And I don't think for me, I don't think I'll ever achieve a level of quote unquote success unless there's love involved. So yeah, I'm very big on that. And it's one of the interesting things is we try to create habits around health, around wealth, and around love, right? If you can figure out a system to make money, right, um, or a system to be healthy, when, when I eat this, this happens, and my weight changes, interesting. Why don't we do that for love? That's when true. I meet, right? Mm-hmm. When I meet my partner's love languages, our relationship is better. There's more intimacy. There's more vulnerability. Okay, why don't I just do that more? So yeah, I try to pour into all of the buckets and then I try to track everything that I'm doing to know whether or not I'm making progress or not. I know that's not for everybody and I know that's very, you know, you don't want to live in spreadsheets maybe, but that's definitely benefited me over the long run, yeah. Mm. Well, simply reflecting upon it can be beneficial. You know, what works, you remember the things that work in love, right? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. just like you remember the last time you did a diet, for example, and it had a result, right? Yeah. I, I do remember such things. <laughs> yeah. 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 So so where are you heading from now, from here? Yeah, that's a great question. I think at the end of the day, we are very clear with what we want. And I'm very blessed and I'm very grateful for that because I realize clarity is one of the things that we're all after. Um, I always say just an exponential version of what we're doing today. So we're going to do seven episodes a week for as long as humanly possible. We're going to add value on social media. We're going to add value to our clients. It's just that. It's just trying to get a little bit better every day at what we do. That's kind of it, really. I'm, I'm a pretty boring human being. I, I work a lot, but I want to get better at the stuff that we do. And I I am committed to that. So that, that's that's it. More impact, which will create more profitability, which will help us get better at what we do and then continue that cycle forever. I know it's a very boring answer, but that is just that is just the truth. Oh, I, I don't find it boring at all. It's actually inspirational. <laughs> it means that you found your turf. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I know some people are looking for like, well, you know, I'm going to be buy a big house next year, whatever it is. It's like, eh, I don't know. I'm just going to keep doing what we're doing and I know if we do it long enough, we'll have the impact that we want to have. All right. So if anybody wants to work with you, can you tell us where where they can find you and how you can help them? Yeah. I always just say, listen to the podcast. I think that's the best place where you're going to, you'll learn about us and you'll either connect with us or you'll say, ah, these, these aren't my type of guys. So just search Next Level University. We're on all the platforms. We're on YouTube, all of our episodes. And then if you want to reach out to me directly, you can just send me a, an email, kevin at nextleveluniverse.com. 
we have mindset coaching, we have business coaching, we have podcast coaching. If you have limiting beliefs or blocks, we can definitely help you overcome them because we've had to overcome so many to get to where we are. So yeah, if I resonate with you, I'm happy to hop on a call and see how we fit. Wonderful. Thank you so much for your time, for your insights and for your inspiration. Thank you. Thanks, Kevin. Thank you for listening to Grow and Learn. We hope that you found our podcast informative, engaging, and inspiring. Our mission is to help you keep growing and learning, and we hope that our conversations and insights have provided you with practical advice and useful perspectives. If you're looking for personalized support and guidance to help you achieve your personal or professional growth objectives, I offer a range of services to help. As a trusted management partner and mentor, I work with businesses in the process of transformation, looking for new streams of business, as well as M&A. With an extensive professional network of experts and mentors, I can bring on board the right person or team based on the specific needs of the company I'm working with. To learn more about the services I offer and how I can help you achieve your goals, visit my website at growandlearn.org. You can also reach out to me via email or social media. I'd love to hear from you. And if you enjoyed this episode of Grow and Learn, please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. Your feedback is important to us and it helps us to continue to create content that is relevant and valuable to our listeners. Thanks again for listening and we look forward to sharing more insights and perspectives with you in the future.